Hey, I am Luis Moleto, and this is... Uh, still have problems with calling it a podcast, but it's a podcasting platform, so I'm going to call it a podcast. Uh, where I usually just go over my re- my weekly notes, how my week went. It's a way to uh, for me to check in every week. Um, my bullet points is where my time went, any notes that I capture... Um, any thoughts that I had that I want to revisit that I just kind of want to explore and kind of voice and talk out loud. Also, how I'm doing my physical health, emotional health, or that mental health, really some of the things that happen every week. Uh, spiritual health as well. Uh, my finances, um, if I'm achieving my goals, how am I getting close to those? Also, I check in what I read this week, anything that stuck out, any books that I'm reading. And what I'm listening to, maybe a lot of podcasts, uh, maybe not so much, um, audiobooks, and what I'm listening to on Spotify, which is my current player, and then upcoming, anything that might be coming in in the next couple of weeks. I try to keep these short, but uh, tend to be tangential. But um, So if you stay around, you're going to get to hear what happened to me this past week. Thanks for listening. Hey, today is February. Why is that such a trouble trouble word? Well, I have my I have some words that are difficult for me to pronounce. Um, maybe it's just because I'm trying to pronounce them so, like trying so hard. That's the problem. Probably is because I'm trying so hard. So today is twenty sixth of the month of February. 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 Yeah, we'll call that twenty twenty three, and this is. Kind of in a way how my last week went. So last week I had a work trip. I went to Houston, which is about four hours from the Dallas area. Um, It was a leave early on Wednesday, return early morning, earlier morning on Thursday. At least I didn't drive. My my boss drove, which was a good, (laughs) it was a a good opportunity for me to kind of really get to sit down and talk to him. I've only talked to him in bits and pieces of time and really hasn't anything personal since we haven't traveled together and we never office together because whenever I started with this group it was right at the beginning of the pandemic so I did we weren't anywhere close for office wise and um so now this during this trip it was kind of nice to get to know him um i think he's a great guy i'm i consider myself really lucky to have somebody as that as my boss um as far as the manager he has a lot of things to play which is not to quote, quote manage me and that's that's something that i'm i'm fairly positive he's trusting that i will manage myself which is okay but again sometimes it's just the lack of direction and clear understanding and for me and kind of leaving things a lot to interpretation um it's good and bad. There's some pluses. There's some pl- good things and some bad. Some not so good things. Some negative things. I had a couple of chiropractor appointments. I went to yoga and I took a couple of walks outside. As far as attention, I listened to the Great Mental Models Volume One, and this is by Shane Parrish, who is behind the Farnham Street 
website, BarnumStreet.com, which is a blog, but it's really a lot more than that. But um, the books came out in 2019, and I, you know, because it's about mental models, something that I knew I was going to like, so, but I've forgotten about them, and oh, I followed their YouTube channel, and they were talking about the books on the YouTube channel, so I was like, oh, maybe I'll, I'll listen to that, and it was pretty good, I actually listened to it twice now, which for me, and I don't know if this is <laughs> really just me feeling my, fooling myself into believing that that I'm actually getting a lot of an audiobook, but for audiobooks, I've so so far I've listened to them twice, and some of them three times, because I'm not taking the notes, so I'm not taking the time to stop and write down anything or mark the clips or anything like that, because it just kind of destroys the. It just doesn't flow well. I'm listening to most uh, most of them in the car. One of them, I would like to go back and listen to it while I'm sitting down and have a notebook close by. Because there's a couple of things that I want to just write down. That way they're really in my psyche. But aside from that, if I listen to things to the audiobooks, or three times, twice, I start, I, so I pick up on different things. So in the first pass, it's just kind of get a general knowledge of the book if I'm interested and if I listen to the whole thing, do I want to listen to it again? So I do want to listen to it again. And I do. And just can get another pass at it. And then I, there's some other things that click on it, right? Because now I'm in a different situation. I'm either paying a little more attention at a particular thing because of where I'm at. Because now I'm driving in a, I don't know, serene route. It's more of a... a a um, easier drive to focus away from the road itself than if I was like in the middle of rush hour. Some books I just listened to it once, like the book um, "Buy Back Your Time." It was good. I enjoyed the book, but it was really what I enjoy is because the author is engaging. He there was just energy coming out of him, which I like. But as far as the material, after a while, it just kind of became a little bit repetitive, and the, so therefore the reason. You know that I just didn't want to listen to it again. A lot of it is, was des. It was a. I wasn't the main audience, right? He's very. This from the beginning, you know, this is meant to an entrepreneur, someone who's running a small to medium sized business, or just really in a growing, growing their business. That is their target audience. So he was very clear on that, and I wasn't. So therefore, the reason why I didn't get as much out of the book as as I could have, if I was that kind of, if that, if I fit that persona, that stereotype, well. If that was the audience. But some of the other ones, I'm more in the audience of it. Or at least it's more general. And therefore, I've just listened to it twice. So on the podcast side, I listen to Deep Questions, The Minimalist, and then No Stupid Questions. And MFM, those have been the ones that I at least listen to each weekly episode. Some of the other ones that I have on my... That I'm following... I'm subscribed to I just kind of see if the topic is interesting and if it is interesting I might click on and like open the little card to see what the explanation not an explanation but the, to see more of the notes of what they were going to be talking about and if I don't find that out if I don't find that interesting then I just don't don't listen to it 
and wait until the next episode, which is different from where I was before that I felt like I had to listen to everything. So I really wasn't getting to getting to what I really wanted to listen because I felt like everything else was I was obligat I was um I had an obligation to listen to everything. As far as the book, I'm still reading Awareness by Anthony DeMello. I took it to I took it with me on the trip and I listened to um, I read a couple pages from it. In the morning I would in the mornings I've been reading the Daily Stoic, especially when I went on the trip, because I have it on my phone and it's a part of the Kindle app. And then, yes, no, Friday, I had a, my boss sent a message to uh, my coworker and I. It was some crude feedback on one of the apps that were behind, that were, that were working on, that were kind of product managing and it was uh, fairly crude, and, and I was just kind of just it was just lingering in my head, the wording, the way that was said, and you know it's, it's one of those things. And um, so I picked up the Four Agreements. Um, I forgot the author's name. I have it in Spanish, but um, so I I knew I needed to revisit one. It was the second agreement, which is do not take anything personal. And that was kind of that was very helpful. As far as music, mostly lo-fi and a little bit of. Uh, piano music like uh peaceful piano that's the one that i've been listening to the most on youtube mostly channel updates and really about the same view times as last week maybe not as much because during the trip i since i got up early on wednesday by the time i made it to my hotel room on wednesday night if it's just too tired i just i was just really scrolling and <clears throat> because i got up so earlier and i hadn't had a pretty my nutrition had been kind of lacking that day so there was a couple of things that weren't aligning to my usual thing so my body was like throwing all red flags and i just needed to really just try to get some rest so as far as my body goes so this past um week i yeah i've been um so i I feel like my hands were getting a little numb and I don't know if it was all the Raynaud's thing, but I mentioned it to my chiropractor and he and the physical therapist that is in the office, they put me in this regimen of doing risk exercises. So I've been doing those and my hands still numb. It just kind of gets a little tingly, like a little numbness to it. Even right now, as I'm looking at it, and I'm not, I'm holding my phone with my other hand, with my right hand, not with the left hand. Um, but I've, I'm definitely trying to keep an eye on it, trying to step on top of it. Went to yoga twice, um, and then the lack of sleep on the early the trip to Houston, and then that night, since I had, I really hadn't had, hung out with my boss and my coworker. Because there's only the three. Technically, it's just the three of us. the uh, The other part of the team are contractors, so they're um, we're the only ones that are kind of like employees of the company. And we talk to each other more often. But we hadn't like really gone out to eat or had dinner, and I figured that we're gonna have drinks, so I went ahead and had a drink, which is not something I normally do. Just really have alcohol anymore. 
before last before Wednesday night, I don't remember when was the last time that I had alcohol. Um, I don't think it was like even. No, definitely way before New Year's. So. Yeah, I, I think you actually. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was whenever I went on the trip to Mexico, that I had plenty of alcohol in Mexico. Well, plenty for me. Um. I'm pretty sure I sweated it a lot because I danced so much, but that was the last time I actually had alcohol. It was in Mexico. So it had been three months um, since I had any alcohol. And I just don't know if I'm going to be having more, much alcohol anymore. I have a cabinet that it's not full, but it has plenty of it. Um, and I don't think it's going to, I don't know if it's going to pass. It's going to make it this past this year, but I just don't feel inclined to do it anymore, especially now that I, now I can, really feel how it messes with my sleep and my rest um maybe i might just have something in the summer because the longer days and i can have something in the weekend but definitely not like i did which is i had something late like around six or seven uh, because we had it with dinner and then i just with because the lack of and a lack of sleep and then that and i hadn't eaten much so it was just a couple of things and i just had a crappy night of sleep and then the next day we got up early to make it back to Dallas around noon, so my boss could join a couple of meetings. But aside from that, really, just then I felt like I needed to. That Thursday night when I made it back, it was like as soon as I got sleepy, as soon as I felt like I needed to go to bed, uh, that's what I did. But on Saturday, I did my long walk, my second long walk of the month. I'm trying to do two a month, and long is to me long longer than what I usually do. But right now I'm like four and a half miles. Most likely I would like to just kind of keep building that up. I just define find a longer distance to walk. But I'm sure now that we're getting into the warmer months, that will be easier. As far as my mind goes, just really all the pip, what I'm calling people energy from the trip. Really, it was six hours in the car with, uh, total. So round trip, it was six hours uh, with my boss. And then the dinner with my that I had with them and then hearing with some of the people we were meeting and then I had a meeting with my boss and and my coworker and it was just a lot of a lot of energy coming coming at me, which is normally not what happens, right? I live by myself. The cats are chatty, but I usually don't have many meetings, which I, I'm really enjoy not having that many meetings. Uh at times I, I want a little more direction and it gets a little more interaction with and that's the reason why I'm trying to go into the office a little more often. But I do enjoy that the days are fairly quiet. It allows me to just quickly in and out focus on something without having to like prep the stage or work or prime myself that much. I can usually in the mornings after eight or so and just kind of getting a scope of what, what happened last night. If there's anything that I need to jump on something that needs to be put as a priority for that day then i would i just really gather that between eight and nine and by nine which i had my that's whenever i usually have my coffee by nine then i would just start rolling and putting some energy into whatever i decided it was going to be what i need to get done early the mornings are is where I, when i tend to be further like for focus like my energy is high, i have higher levels of energy energy levels so it's a little bit easier anytime after two or three is really dangerous i have to either continue working on what i was doing 
But starting a new task around two, it will have to be something that I'm like really excited about. Like I'm learning something that I'm excited about, but like starting something that I'm dragging my feet on is really not more smart to do it. So I usually tend it's wise if I do that early in the morning. Something that I recognize and it's mostly my how my mind works, like my body and things like that, but I'm not a hundred percent a morning person. Because I still have to prime myself in the morning. So I don't jump up out of bed like full of energy. But I, it's easier for me to prime myself in the morning than if I was to start later in the day. Like if I don't get my day going by 10. I know that the rest of the day is just going to be really harder for me to get anything accomplished. Like anything that requires a lot of energy. It's maybe a, a, like a, a detailed task that is kind of mundane. But it's really detailed. Like whenever I'm building these templates, it's a lot of copy and paste. But at times, it just requires the focus of grabbing the right thing, put it in the right format, making sure that I'm not missing a piece, that I'm assigning things correctly, that I, everything that I said I was gonna, that I published it, that I actually looked at that there's nothing missing, you know, things like that. Um, it might seem like there's a lot of copy and paste, but that's just the majority of it. But it's really the devils in the details, as they say. As they say. And that requires more work than what what I sometimes think it does. Because it's like, well, this is just copy and pasting, right? But it really you don't think how much mental, how much brain power I'm putting into it. And I can only do that for so much. I've learned to accept the fact after three years of doing this, I've learned to come to terms that I can only do it for maybe three, four hours. Like three hours at most. Meaning if I start at 9, I usually do it all through lunch. My lunch is around noon. And then I can do a little more at 1. But by 2, I usually don't start a new one. Because I know I won't end it by until 3 or 4. And unless somebody needs it. Meaning I'm, I feel a little bit of urgency. Because somebody told me they need it. Then that usually gets me going. And I can... Because I want to... I'm an obliger if you... Um, if by Gretchen Rubin's standard is somebody that thrives on I thrive whenever somebody depends on me whenever I'm letting somebody down I usually that's what I that's when I usually achieve well not achieve the most but if I want to get myself going and complete something I have to frame it in a way that I'm letting somebody down it's in some kind of weird way and usually and that's why I can get myself going if that's the case but anyway so but mornings is where I usually do the most. Um, but um, but then, you know, with all the people energy that I had, I just realized that I just had a lot of dopamine, excitement, uh, just the wave and the wave pool. And this, I got this from uh, from Andy Huberman. Um, he recently was mentioning that that wave was high. So the low was going to be low because usually, so if you don't manage it very well, it's like if you're in a wave pool, Whenever the waves come high, then you know whenever that wave crashes and it kind of sucks back up, it's going to be like way low. And that's what I think happened. It's like I went this high and then this weekend I really had a little bit of a negative kind of rainy cloud on me. I had an issue with, I still have an issue with my garage door at the, the spring that, that facilitates the opening and closing so that it's not as heavy it's kind of lightens the load for the garage opener or if i was to do it if i was to open it manually it snapped um i thought that an actual transformer had gone out 
and so I was looking to make sure that we had that we st- uh, still had power because there was that loud of, of a bang and it but it you know because it hit the wall um thankfully they didn't hit anything outside I don't I mean it didn't damage the car or anything that was at that moment inside the garage but anyway so I had to call somebody and I was just at that moment it was something I journal about a little bit because it, it's uh you know, it was like a timing, right? It was a timing that I was already, I was already, what I wanted to do at that moment. And the reason why I realized it was working is because I'm already going out. I've taken a shower. I decided to finally take a shower. And I'm going to leave the house. I'm going to go get some groceries. And then I can get that, that door open. And then I felt like so silly for that being the thing that couldn't let me out of the house. But I just completely gave up. And then after that, I just kind of became a little bit of a downhill, pissy, kind of rainy party of me. Um, and But uh, maybe it was um, attributed to some of the, the high energy that I have during the week. And now I was just a little bit of a low. But today, it's it's definitely better. On the spirit side, on the spiritual side, is like, the only thing I have is, it's not that anyone wants you here. Do you want to be here? And, you know, whenever I really... I was going through a little bit of a draining cloud. I'm calling it raining cloud last night. You know, it's just one of those things that I felt like I was behind, right? Um, the thing that I end, how I ended my journal entry is left behind the nice guy, and it is hard to be anything else. Um, and it's just really how I struggle with the feelings of not feeling like I'm man enough. It's something that I've struggled with for since I for ages, right? Is um, it just makes it's just a lot of things that have um, that are bundled up into that ball of a mess, right? So it's not just one thing; it's just a whole bunch of things. It's how my dad treated me, how my family treated me, how my uncles treated me, how I treated myself, you know, my sexuality, how you know when I became sexual and how I was dealing with it, and some of, some of the um, not punishment, but how it was taboo to talk about it because I grew up in mostly Pentecostal church. So that also didn't help me understand what was going on and going up as a bigger kid, as a fat guy, as a fat kid, and mostly through my, all through college and most of my, and after college, it just didn't help. I just didn't help to feel like I was man or attractive that I can, since I was mostly in, into books and read and just kind of learning and being better at school. So I wasn't much into the physical labor and, and that just really, that stuff that whenever it wants to really come and, and knock me, it really can sometimes. And that's what happened yesterday. Right. Because something so silly that a quote unquote man can take care of. And I wasn't, I had to call somebody, um, and I don't think anybody else can take care of it. This is just how I, I exaggerated things, how I made things bigger than what they actually are. Actually, how I made them easier for somebody else but me. But in our reality, they're not because I don't think anybody just carries, you know, a big spring like that just in the back of the truck or anything like that. I don't think that's the case. I think it requires a special <laughs> place to one of those. But anyways, so that's what that's what really yielding the things. And, and it's it's interesting how that's still there. And I try to balance that out by, you know, because yoga, even though for some it might seem like more of a female 
um, type of activity, I've I really get a lot out of it, and that's why I'm becoming more bullish on it instead of just hiding away from it. And I realized that at the same time, and I not that I think less of people, I just, but I really just want them to to not put them on a pedestal, to not put the stereotypical person that does not exist in a pedestal because all the men around me whenever i look at them sometimes they behave like kids they just behave like kids they depend on their female on their wife or girlfriends to my standard a bit too much because they they need them for for emotional support and things like that and that's good that you have somebody to trust and things like that but for some things it's like can you even survive on your own I question some of them that way. So I'm, and then I see myself that I was like, oh, but I can, I can live on my own just fine. But then some of them, then something else gets flipped and here I am. But, um, you know, it's, it's some of the things that just come about every once in a while and that, um, they never truly go away. So never, nothing really truly goes away. You, and, and I say you as an I, as in, me all these all these things get better at hiding them at uh making them it's like you have a bigger rug to shove things at but then sometimes it, they just come out and the in the weird this in the weird and in ways that you're not you're not prepared to deal with because i can tell you that i will be a long time before i have an issue with a garage door again I'm sorry, this one gets fixed. But something else is going to come out, right? And that's going to come out whenever I'm not thinking about it. And that's going to cause some of the similar effects. So some of the, you start getting to deal with things easier. And you start to recognize the pattern. So it took me about a day, it was most of the night. But it used to be longer, right? So it was just mostly the night now. And you start recognizing the pattern. So this is what I'm doing again. And this is why I feel this way. And no, this is not why, this is that. And just because you don't know how to repair everything in the house doesn't mean that you're not a man. Um, because that is really, that is, you're a male because of what you were born with. Because you didn't have a, I, I didn't pick anything. I didn't hit one button or the other or none. I, I was just born with what I have. And that gave me some genes some things that it, that I have to that I that are tools for me to go about the world. I can either get better at learning these tools or I can just get different tools. But I decided to I made a decision just to get better at using the tools that I have. And in most in the, in the general population, that will be considered as a man. How people will see me as a man. You're a male, right? So you're a man. But in the sense of there's other things, stereotype, stereotypical things, right? That you would define as a man. Um, and for some, I am because I'm pretty I'm independent and things like that. But as far as just some of the physical stuff is really where I struggle with from time to time. And I can go ahead and... You know, make it make it more of an effort to learn those things, those things which I had, I have, but it's also going to take me away from the things that I actually like to do, which that's the fun part, right? Because you also have to balance it out with something that really 
makes you want to be here. A lot of the things that are supposed to mean something that they don't. And I think whenever we pushed ourselves to like something that you have to, that you must, it either turns bad if you don't balance it out in some other way. And some of us balance it out with addiction, alcohol. That's how we cope. It's with alcohol or we're just overworking ourselves or with, uh, you know, having a more of a devout religion. Those are the quote-unquote extremes. We all have them in a way, right? Um, that's a way to cope. Like for me, I don't have any kids, but I do enjoy I work for the same employer. I go to yoga. I still enjoy it. And I live on myself. And I have my friends. So that's an extreme or something, right? Because that's what how I've learned to cope with some of, of it. And um, others have different ways to cope. They're always surrounded by people. And they they cannot stand being on their own. Because they don't want to deal with that. So some for me, it's like I just try not to be around all people. Because I just start feeling like I'm not good enough. Like I'm starting to compare myself. Like this is making me uncomfortable. I don't have nothing to talk about. It's just interesting how we twist things on the community side it's really just the meetings and the dinner with uh co-workers and the conversations with driving my boss was pretty interesting we i felt for and i and I'm, i i just and this is how you know how my mind worked i thought that i would just talk and uncontrollably like i just couldn't stop talking but he would just some of the subjects we were talking about since this wasn't about football, it wasn't about sports, and it wasn't about hunting. It was mostly about work and technology. And just and some, we talk about cooking and just life stuff. And that stuff is like, yes, I'm all for this. Because whenever you talk about anything related to football or hunting, I do lose me. Uh, politics, uh, a little bit. But in Texas... Uh, you have to be. I, I I'd rather choose be being careful with that. But it was really engaging. Um, with some of the things, I just don't know if I've came across as an as, as a smart ass or that I'm I know too much about something and that I just couldn't stop talking about how much I knew about that. I hope I didn't come across like that. Um, but one thing that I I know he walked away with is like I just I'm really excited about some of the stuff that we're doing, and that's really. At least I can, I can rest with that. That I, that he saw that, or he heard it. <laughs> and then, um, you know, it's just really uh, on the community side because I had that feedback, that email feedback. It's just really how to process some of the observations that we're having, but um, not the end of the world. And some of the carrier appointments really just kind of still doing two uh, of those a week. On the finances side, I bought a monitor from the computer, a 32-inch 4K monitor. It was definitely a spur lurch for me, at least on my book. Um, but I'm already enjoying it. And then the physical therapy equipment, I just needed to get a couple things for the risk uh, exercises. And then the car appointments as well. And that was it. That was this past week. Um... 
just kind of the last couple of days of the month. So on Wednesday, on yeah, actually on Tuesday, I will be doing uh, my monthly migration and uh, kind of getting that set up and seeing what March has to has an offer. There's a couple of things that I have on books for March um, as far as things that I kind of plan, but we'll see if those are even something I want to do. Uh, because that's that's one thing that uh, I'm just trying to find and just really trying to figure out what really I want to continue doing what I want to do more of and not just as in following in the next shiny toy shiny brand new thing but just following that first instant and then digging more into it and um and hopefully that that I know that's going to take me somewhere that I can't imagine right now that I can't see clearly yet where that's going to go. But that's that's what I'm excited about is that um that I still get to be surprised in a way by what what is yet to come. There are some things that are going to change um but it's all going to be relative to, you know, some might be positive, some might be negative, but that is all relative. It's because I'm comparing it to something that it was or that it wasn't. But things will be different, I'm sure. And there's going to be opportunities and there's going to be some doors that are closing. And some lessons learned, at least I hope. I still have plenty of a career left uh, in my eyes. <clears throat> and um and I still just, you know, still have a couple more years before I can just say that I'm ready to retire or something like that. Um it's just hard whenever you don't know maybe whenever you have too many options or you just don't want to make a life change that is dramatic. To follow something that you're afraid that might not work out. That you're just doing it because it's the next shiny thing, right? Like, for example, if I decide to just quit. Like, it's... Like, if, if one of the options is to get this job to a point that somebody else can do it for me and just quit. That doesn't make me as nervous as I used to do, as it used to be now that I have at least some money saved to take care of myself for a few months before I really need a job. Because a couple of months of a runway really have made a tremendous amount of difference on my approach and my way of thinking. And just how, and I didn't think it would, but it has. Enough that I, you know, that I can say that, you know what, sometimes I just feel like that's the next, that's what I need to do. It's just leave my job. But then what am I leaving the job for? Like, what am I going to? It's like retiring. Why are you retiring to? Because I don't know what I would be leaving, right? I wouldn't even get up earlier or work with some of the people I work with or whatever. I can, you know, I can come up with a, a quick list of those, like pretty, a list of those really quickly. But 
the list that is harder to put together is what am I leaving for? Because all those things are just they're just dreams, really. And I don't know if at least right now they're just they just continue to be dreams because they're not they're just wishes, right? I wish that I can travel a little more or that I don't have to get up early sometimes and sometimes I just don't want to kiss the the Mondays. But then what I really want is just my life to be for me to be in control of it and that's not gonna happen. <laughs> Because it doesn't matter what I do, it's I will still not be full of control of everything. Because that's not how life works. So no, I'm not trying to leave my job yet. But um, it just feels different. Because now, um, now it feels like I can if I if I wanted to. Now, I, I, you know, I feel like that is, I feel like that's an option. 